This is the best of the week on Relevant Radio. What I want to share a little bit now of is my story with fertility and how the most common conversation I have today before people have any idea about my own story is I was struggling with infertility. I met a woman at church this weekend. She was having fun playing with my girls. I walked outside and next thing you know, I learned her name and she's sharing with me that she is struggling with infertility. She might not be able to have kids and they're trying to figure it out. She's 22 years old and I think there's so much hope there. Tons of great opportunity news. But a lot of women are not being given that information. She literally, she said, I have PCOS. And I said, I have two. And I had Hashimoto's and I have two girls, praise God. And so the story continues every single time. The woman says, well, I tried the pill for years or I didn't. I said no to the pill because I don't agree with the pill. I knew it was hard for my bodies. But then no other solution is offered. And women are left floundering trying to figure out what do I do whether you're married or not married, with these broken pieces of being concerned about fertility. So this conversation is chronicling some of my story. A lot of what we did, it's a lot at once in a crash course and some of what we worked through, but I think it's important. So you may know me and it's interesting because people will actually write in quite often to the show and it's like, why does Timory hate IVF and hate it when people have babies? And I, I, it's sad because they'll say, she has babies, don't you know that people just want to have children? I do. I really do get it. You know me for having my two girls. They're about to turn one and three years old. But ever since I was 16 years old, I struggled with autoimmune disease and severe food allergies that left me struggling to function day to day. I remember freshman year of college. At one point, it was hard to just get out of bed. I was so exhausted and just miserable trying to fit in, figured out food allergies and another round of food allergies. And at a certain point along my journey, figured out that there had to have been some sort of autoimmune disorder that was clearly there, but it took years to figure it out. And I was told along this journey that it was very likely going to be difficult for me to have children. I actually remember one day having that conversation with my now husband when we were dating, when the doctors started to say that to me frequently. Now, after I got married, I started seeing a NAPRO doctor and was finally diagnosed with the root problems of polycystic ovarian syndrome and Hashimoto's disease. Up until then, we knew I had severe food allergies and some sort of autoimmune disease, but we couldn't figure out what it was. Especially for women, PCOS and Hashimoto's, testing it, unless you have a really good doctor who knows what he or she's testing for, our bodies are young, they're fighting, they're in their prime, and so they can go in and out of remission and reverse versions of PCOS and Hashimoto's. And so often it's not until women are into their mid-30s and desperate now trying to have kids that they find out. This is why if you have any sort of irregularity or you know a woman who has a lot of irregularity in her cycle, severe PCOS, that's a really good sign you need to get checked out because infertility is on the rise and it's better to know now than wait. It's better to figure it out in high school, to get resources and be taking good care of your body so that you can thrive now. A healthy cycle leads to a healthy woman who is better functioning. And that's so different from the model of just using birth control that is just a generic version of hormones, which by the way, are synthetic Group 1 carcinogens recognized internationally in countless peer-reviewed studies. Now, this is my story, and this is how we worked through everything. So I get married, and boom, I find out that I have PCOS and Hashimoto's. I was actually grateful because I now had labels for what was wrong that could help me 
chase after better treating. Before, it was just don't eat what I'm allergic to and try to stay really healthy and, you know, follow some of the blood work. Look at, you know, is my vitamin D low? Is iron low? Kind of just following the basics that we should be aware of. So what ends up happening is I started working with both a NAPRO physician, which if you're not familiar with, you may hear a lot about the Creighton model or natural family planning. NAPRO is the medical technology behind natural family planning, and it can actually be used to achieve pregnancy and address and treat underlying medical health issues. It's actually almost like this hidden gem of the Catholic pro-life movement because it was Catholic doctors, Dr. Hilders, who created this form of medicine and is helping treat women. And so it's really predominantly Catholics who know. So you have this golden nugget, this golden ticket for someone who's struggling with fertility and infertility. I remember the day we bought our car. The woman who sold us our car was struggling with infertility. I was able to give her the information for a NAPRO doctor. Praise God. I remember when I was a kid, my mom did a lot in the pro-life movement, knew a lot about NFP and NAPRO. My skate coach, when I was a little girl, couldn't have children. My mom helps get her information for Creighton and a NAPRO doctor. And guess what? She has a baby. Praise God. I could share with you so many stories of strangers who aren't even Catholic who knew nothing about NAPRO technology. So I used a multifaceted approach of NAPRO technology and sound NAPRO doctor. And I'll post links on social media for how to find a Creighton care practitioner and a NAPRO doctor. And also I use a naturopathic doctor as well because with polycystic ovarian syndrome and Hashimoto's, there's a lot that could be said that Hashimoto's treatment, mainstream medical Hashimoto's treatment can actually be damaging for trying to conceive babies and actually can be really harmful for while you're pregnant. And if you have Hashimoto's, basically your thyroid is attacking not just your own itself, but these antibodies are attacking your thyroid and they're attacking your body. I remember at one point in grad school, you could just like set your hand on my arm and it just like smush through softer than a marshmallow. Like there was nothing there. My body was under such severe attack. Now with polycystic ovarian syndrome, mainstream approach to treating it is just with birth control, which doesn't actually treat what's going on. With polycystic ovarian syndrome, you could be testosterone dominant. You could be low in progesterone. There are a lot of different versions of PCOS. And so I turned to naturopathic doctors and my NAPRO physicians to help treat things. I was taking progesterone in the luteal phase of my cycle because that helps that if conception does occur, that the baby supported in order to continue to develop. Because if your progesterone's low, just think about the word, progesterone, that's progestation, well, it's going to be difficult for that baby to continue to develop. So I had progesterone. I was on progesterone before I conceived my first baby. I did not continue to take it later on because we were really able to treat my body naturally later on after my first pregnancy. And also, once you get pregnant, often a lot of things help to reset in your body. Just the miracle of life. You give your child new life and your child helps often to bring health to you in return. And I know people talk about how babies deplete our bodies and they do, but there's a lot of good for our bodies as well. And so I also had to be on progesterone with both of my pregnancies. If you followed my story in the first half of pregnancy, if progesterone is low, it leaves you very at risk for miscarriage. And in the second half of pregnancy, if your progesterone is low, it leaves you at risk for preterm labor. And I really struggled with my second baby girl last year with preterm labor. (laughs) Grace of God, everything 
was okay. So I did use progesterone and that is administered through a NAPRO physician. They are experts at monitoring and guiding both prior to pregnancy to help you in your monthly cycle to be on progesterone, to help conceive and to continue on with that pregnancy with the baby, but also during pregnancy to monitor your progesterone levels. If you're someone who's a little low on progesterone, if you're someone who has really severe PMS, that's a good sign that you might be someone who's a candidate who would need that progesterone to help prevent miscarriage. Now, we did a lot of natural supplementation with great naturopathic doctors, holistic doctors that addressed supplements and diet. I had to go prior to conceiving. We ended up testing because one of the common causes of Hashimoto's disease, which is when your thyroid is overactive, is actually heavy metal. So I ended up going through testing for heavy metals and was extremely high on things such as mercury, aluminum, and I can't remember all of the others, but mercury is a big cause for Hashimoto's. And so I ended up doing a heavy metal detox. It's a lot of work. And I'm just throwing it out there because I know a lot of women who want so desperately to have children. I think there's a lot we can do to make sure our bodies are in a healthy place. But We also need to trust in God's mercy and God's providence, God's timing, God's generosity, God's choice to allow us to wait a while or maybe to allow us to exercise spiritual motherhood in other areas. And so I will share part of my story. I'll never forget our priest and dear friend who married us came over to our house one day and he never asked about kids, but in just conversation, things came up about how I had learned I had had a Hashimoto's and he ended up saying, okay, I'll be right back. And I'd like share this like really heartfelt. Well, and he goes, ah, so that's why you're not having kids. And I said, yes, that's why it's difficult. And he just walks away. <laughs> I just remember laughing like, oh, this is great. Like a you know, bedside manner, just kind of laughing. And he would laugh if he heard this at, at, at my priest thinking, you don't just, someone tells you that and you don't just walk away. But like any good man, he had a solution and he had a fix. And I remember he came walking back back after like walking away and I'm just looking at my husband thinking what do I say when he comes back that was really awkward and he comes back with his kit and he has me the next moment and I'm receiving anointing of the sick by the grace of God and he said you know we're going to give you anointing of the sick to just help with anything that could be getting in the way of you receiving children any spiritual warfare and I also had had a bishop who had come and said, you know, I think we need to pray for you and do some exorcism prayers over you with regard to fertility because you do so much work on the life issue that we want to make sure that you're spiritually protected. And so God's hand, I just share, was in every single moment of this journey, even just on the health side, addressing deficiencies in vitamin D, being really low on vitamin D, which is really bad if you have a autoimmune disorder, you want to have higher than usual vitamin D levels. Even learning such as Teflon in our usual pans is really bad for fertility. So I swapped over to using all cast iron pans, which was a lot of work, but now it's an art and really fun. Doing things such as using Berkey water filters to make sure the hormones from birth control that are in our drinking water isn't in the water that we drink in our home or any of the endocrine disruptors from the most common form of abortion, chemical abortion that's also in our drinking water, that that wasn't being exposed. Using an anti-inflammatory inflammatory diet was key. In fact, I have some great anti-inflammatory diet cookbooks, gluten-free, dairy-free cookbooks. I'm going to add in the episode notes. I love the autoimmune paleo cookbook and also Daniel Walker's cookbooks as well. As She has Eat What You Love and some others. I had to learn how to convert my whole diet, my pantry, relearn how to cook. But I'll just share a few things and kind of concluding this conversation because I know this is a lot, but I wanted to give a crash course of information on 
what helped me, what a lot of the research has been that's been really beneficial. I remember our NAPRO physicians gave us information for egg and sperm quality and things to do to make sure that both, you know, want to be mom and dads have that good support behind them. And they said for both the mom and the dad, people trying to conceive that the man and the woman take 10,000 IUs a day of vitamin D, no gluten, no sugar for men and women because it helps with sperm quality and egg quality. And then dairy-free for women can often, because hormones from dairy often impact women, and just getting healthy, moderate exercise, especially for women not overdoing it. But hey, if whether you're struggling with fertility or infertility or know someone, these are some of the great resources I'm throwing out there. I've been there. I get it. If you're struggling or you know someone who is, I would love to pray for you. And I'm going to include some great links. If you have irregular periods, acne, severe cramping, PMS, some great resources would include the Period Repair Manual, Happy Girl's Guide to Being Whole. And again, I'm linking to information for where you can find Creighton Fertility Instructors and NAPRO Physicians. So that's my story. I hope it's helpful. And I've got a wealth of knowledge for Dr. Susan Caldwell, who's the best of both worlds, loving NAPRO technology as she's a NAPRO physician helping with fertility and incorporating the holistic natural elements as well. So I'm posting a list of episodes, an episode guide for where she's joined us answering some of these difficult fertility and women's health questions. You can join me and listen on the Relevant Radio app to Trending with Timory live each weekday at 6 p.m. Central. Thanks for listening.